to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. Does that Tripoli really With my friend Ryan Davis. Uh, hi, Ryan. We're I'm like the first gay couple of conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah. I think it's beautiful, man. Out there, partner. Say that again. <laughs> it's some mythical, deep, dark realm crazy shit. Wake up, Aaron. There's reptile people everywhere. Hey, man, where's hey, the man. truth there, dog? Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? And welcome to another fun, festive episode of tinfoil hat guys we cannot thank you guys enough for all the love that we're getting on the internet uh uh, uh, whether it's soundcloud whether it's uh all the all the social media you guys love the show and we're very thankful for it um joining me in studio as always is my partner in crime you guys know him as a young christian warrior he comes to fight he He fights fights for for love love. that's right it's off the grid ryan ryan davis in the studio Thank you, yes. Sam. Good to Welcome, be here. Ryan. Hey, uh, yeah, thanks for everyone that's hitting us up on the Instagram pod, tinfoil hat pod on Instagram. Hey, Ryan wants to mix it up with the fucking flat earthers, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't I don't want, I, like, I've done a million shows where you piss people off. I prefer to m- make love. I don't know about mix it up, but I, I have a friend who has Down syndrome, and I was like, Pierce, what do you think of flat earth? And he was like, that's retarded. Oh, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's Aaron's first joke on the show, guys. And that's, uh, I, I mean, Ryan's. I keep fucking names up. White people. We all look the same. White people. Um, but, Ryan, everyone really enjoyed you um, talking last week and uh, all the research you did. And you did a fucking great job on the last show. Yeah. Hey, well, I love you guys. Even if uh, you kind of uh, are missing a couple of chromosomes and you believe the earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in simulation theory, or I believe that could explain it, but we'll get into that. I'll bring in our yeah. guests in a couple seconds. Let's get through the business. Guys, uh, tonight is Comedy Chaos at the Comedy Store. It is sold out. That is six sold out shows in the main room at the Comedy Store. So thank you to everybody who made that happen. September 8th, The Naughty Show is back it is at um, Harvell's in Long Beach. You go to longbeach.com, harvells.com, excuse me, longbeach.harvells.com, and you can get tickets there. It's September 8th, 9 and, and 11. The 11 o'clock show is the much dirtier show. And uh, we got burlesque and stand-up. We got some great people in it. We got uh, Josh Denny from the Food Network, Joe Sinclatico, who is one of the funniest, filthy human beings I know, and Eleanor Kerrigan from the Comedy Store podcast. So you guys check her out. They're really funny. Then at the end of the September, I will be in Reno at the Laugh Factory uh, all the last week of September into October. So those dates are available on my website, samtriplee.com. So go check out those live dates. And here we go. Uh, guys, if you want to follow the show, want to be part of the show, please. Uh, someone made some funny pictures on here. I like it. Um, go to uh, Reddit. Our, our guest has been banned from there, so he'll never see this. Just on one tab. Just on one tab. Go to uh, go to reddit.com backslash hat show, and you can join us on Reddit in the discussion people are posting. Everybody's talking. I'm really excited. Yes, there are two subreddits for the show. 
We we love them both. They're both pretty. Our children are both pretty. Uh, the Twitter is jumping more and more people. If you want real news, go to Twitter. It's a, at Mad Hatter 39ers. You're a Mad Hatter and you're a level 39er. Go check that out. It grows by day. I post all the real news there. The real news. It's all real news. Okay? And Aaron is super crushing it on... God damn it. Ryan <laughs> is super crushing it on the Instagram at tinfoilhatpod. Tinfoilhatpod on Instagram. We've got almost 1,500 followers, and uh, we post all your stuff. We post all the stuff you guys are... Uh, are we going to start posting these pictures of what people are drawing for us? Yeah. Keep on sending them in. Yeah. The last one we had, well, we, we posted the one from Bird. Bird Snatch. You made an awesome artist. And that was a picture. And then you just another one just came out that was really good, too. Which one was that one? That one, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll release it. It's, his name's Victor. Victor. Victor put one out, and that was awesome as well. So go to Instagram, guys. And again, the shirts. You're loving the shirts. We have the shirts available at allcomedytshirts.com. Uh, you know, tinfoil hat, that smoke weed, eat pussy hell, Satan shirts are available in both black and white. And then the woke Prince t-shirts are available. And we are starting to get demands for the uh, praise Jesus, hail Satan shirts. Uh I want to put this out. Let's do it. I want a fan to design it. Yeah. You guys and we will use the shirt and we'll figure out a way so you make a little cash too. Yeah, you guys are creative. So anything you have with it, we want it to be like a, I don't know, whatever you want. Maybe uh, they're holding hands. Maybe they got their arms around Figure it out. Smoking weed. Doing blow. Maybe they're doing a Smoking stand, DMT. Standing 69. Maybe. I uh, Dude, <laughs> I, I would love to see like a, a, a doggy style Jesus going balls deep on Satan. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, Satan's definitely the power bottom. Yeah, for okay. sure. He I just, it. can they wear that anyway? I want a shirt that people can wear somewhere. Maybe <laughs> they'll get stoned to death and be called a witch at some point, but I'd like to see that. Let's unite our tribes of our young That's Christian what I'm warriors saying. and our very friendly Satanists. The cool Jesus people and the cool Satan people, they're all the same. You guys are cool, man. You guys are really are cool. They could be standing on a flat earth. I, I mean- yeah, probably all. N- neither three probably exist. So yeah. Okay. Oh, geez. God damn it, dude. Wow. <laughs> God. You Who is this guy? <laughs> Maybe yeah. you are evil, Aaron, instead of Ryan. You're evil, Aaron. This is just the information that was given to me at my other work. Uh, I unbelievable. Know. I work for the FBI, so you know. So, <laughs> dude, no, I'm getting called a shill because I won't get into flat Earth. I'm the shill. What the fuck, <laughs> you guys? That's why I'm off the grid, dude. <laughs> Come find me. Joining us in studio. I've been waiting to do this podcast for a very long time. I, along with some of you, hopefully, are growing from this podcast. I'm learning so much. Uh, He's got a new album coming out that just dropped, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, he is one of the guys I'm putting together a a conspiracy theory podcast, uh, excuse me, conspiracy theory stand-up show, and I want him to be a part of it. Please welcome the very funny John Toll. Thank you. John, welcome to the show. It's amazing to be here. Thank you for sitting quietly, chomping at the bit to jump in. Maybe the fight evil Aaron over here. I'm not going to fight off the grid, Ryan. No, as a Catholic, I can't fight him. I just have to accept that that's he's just where he's at in his journey. And my mom stopped listening seven minutes ago, but that's fine. Oh, we lost your mom. (laughs) That's it. We're losing so many moms on this show, but we want to make so many more. (laughs) Is that what you're doing, going on the internet with these filth mouths and talking about the moon? Oh, good. (laughs) So, uh, real quick, before we get into our very, I'm excited to talk about the subject. But uh, tell us about your album that just dropped uh, and where they can get it yeah pre-existing condition it's on uh, iTunes it's on Amazon it's on my website at johntold.com T-O-L-E 
shot in, uh, well, filmed in uh, Minnesota. So is it an album? Is it a video? Is it like an hour special? No, it's just is it a, pornography. No, what it is, is it? Just a comedy album. It's my fifth comedy album. So I oh, just you have five that, out. Yeah, I have five out right now. That's it's, great. The, the first two are legitimate garbage fires, but this one I actually like. Well, I respect that. <laughs> yeah. And I tell people who gives a shit, put out albums. Yeah. So I'm on my third. I'm about to record my fourth, uh, but I'm a, I'm not recording albums anymore. I am just putting out hours by myself and I'm just going to put them out. And, Why not? And just do, you know why? Because everyone's like, oh dude, if you shoot it, you put it out, Netflix might not like it. I'm like, Netflix puts out movies that have been in a movie theater. There's no reason why I can't. If they pay me to make a special, that's one thing. Yeah. If I'm doing it myself, I have every right to put it out, let it get some heat, and then bring it to them. Because, dude, I, you know, it's like my last album, my, 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 my record label, put it out on Spotify for free. Right. And now, it's just like, why would anyone buy it? Exactly. And, then and he's that, like, well, analytics and uh, analytics show does capitalize. I'm like, analytics can get shoved up your ass, man. There's a reason why people put the movies in the movie theater and you have to go pay for it first so they can recoup their money and make a profit on that. Then they sell it to where you can watch it for free. They don't just go rate the free unless they're getting paid a lot of money to do it. Yeah. So you might as well make it and put it out. How long is Get it? Get your first taste. 45 minutes. Nothing wrong with no, that. No, I kept... What, it, why? And I, like, I'm not, I don't do an hour, so why would I put out an hour? Why I don't want to be up be there. An hour? For, I don't want to be up there for more than twenty minutes. To Richard, be honest. I I like an hour, but I don't feel like it has to be an hour. No, I mean I like performing for an hour. Yeah, but I feel like Richard Pryor used to put out thirty minute albums. Why not put out an EP? Why, Why not, not just do fifteen minutes? Why not just do twenty? I say, put out as much content as you can. Yeah. I'm ultimately, the, ultimately, the, the more you create, the more you get whatever this crap is that's inside of us. Uh, that the, man tits? That the, oh, yeah, how dare you? Because I, I have them. But the moon. Yeah. But the moon, ultimately. So, let's get into this. All right, this. look, I'm uh, chomping at the bit. I'm sorry. But how, it's did, the, how, did, how did we come to realize that we both love conspiracies? I, and, you know, we don't even like calling conspiracies. No. We're, we're spiritual skeptics of the official narrative, and I stand by that. I like that. As, as much as it sounds like we tiptoe through tulips, we do not. Okay? We have steel-toe boots on, and we smash shiny shit, yeah. and we ask real fucking questions. Right? <laughs> right? So my question to you is, how did, you, how did we come to this? I think probably just standing in the back of the store just talking about maniacal shit. And, and when you bring up. up this stuff, like you and I were talking a couple nights ago at the uh, comedy store before I went up on set, and you have a, I had a fun little friend with you. I don't even know who this dude is. Right. But he's hanging out, and as we were talking, I kind of, he, he kind of <laughs> just kind of like, like give us a look like, what, what, what? What do you mean the moon kept ringing like a bell? What, what do you mean by that? The guy has no idea. But that's everybody that you talk to on a daily basis. Nobody has the time to sit down and read all of this stuff. Watch videos, the, the hours and hours But they'll research. sit in front of the television and just consume whatever yeah. fucking poop Don Lemon's shitting in their mouth. That guy's the worst. The worst, the worst. dude. You know, Mark Norman put out the funniest thing, and I wish I could pay him for this line. I never wanted to pay somebody for a line, but I love it's like, just because somebody's oppressed doesn't mean they're not an asshole, right. okay? Yeah. And it's just the fucking truth. Don Lemon is a piece of shit. It's, he's, he's the reason why when they throw out fake news as the buzz thing to run with, you can go, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah Don none Lemon, of it's right. There's no On way, all sides of it. It's Don all Le horseshit. There's no way Don Lemon doesn't cry no. in the mirror at night. <laughs> there's no way. Look at him. Look at like what he represents and what he's saying. He knows he's lying. He has to, but that's, he has to keep a job, though. 
He has to keep running that narrative. People do and leave they, those jobs and are like, fuck this. And go do, no, not that dude. They he's do double down. Dude, yeah, he's he's going to be the next down. Kathy Griffin. That dude is going to be standing with Anderson Cooper on dropping that ball on New Year's. Watch. Ugh. Watch. So we got started talking, and sometimes my mind gets blown on these shows, you know, and one of the topics that you said that you, you were pretty confident you could make a really good case for yeah. is that the moon is hollow. I think the moon... Maybe hollow. I think it may have been hollowed out using some kind of a water apparatus that, and they, they use that to bring whatever this alien technology is in here. And it's so obvious for us to sit down here and go, obviously that thing runs us. When in reality, everybody down here and all the angst and all of that just feeds up into it. And who knows where that's sending it off to? Uh, Are we not just being mined for our anxiety? And is that not why then every single day is just send us off in a million ways? Because why? So you get mad, so you drive, so you're in traffic, so you have limited time, so you get home, you make quick decisions, you spend money, you work too hard for nothing. You're saying the chaos, I do believe it's purposeful. I got in a fight on, on Facebook today. I'm so tired of every like every single white person is a fucking card carrying Nazi. Right. I just and this guy, this white guy comes and like lays into me about how I don't know anything because I'm a white guy and I wouldn't know jack shit. Even though I've been I've done time in in a fucking jail and I fucking been pulled over 17 times, but obviously I get pulled over because I'm a fucking bad driver and everyone else gets pulled over because they're gay woman fucking ethnic people, right? right? So it's like, don't tell me I haven't fucking dealt with some shit in my life. I haven't taken a dollar from my parents since I left the house at 18 years old. I'm not saying racism doesn't. I'm saying it exists 100%. Yes. Is there Nazis out there? 100%. Do I believe they're at the numbers that the news is trying to make you think? No, no, I don't. But to sit there and label it. So th- this guy lays into me and he has this picture of uh, him holding his kid. I go, the picture, the kid you're holding in your fucking thing, you are setting up a world where as soon as he turns 18 years old, he's a human piece of shit that has oppressed everybody all the time. No matter how much you teach this kid love, because assholes like you sold him fucking out, that fucking kowtow because you're so lonely, and you just want someone to love you, that you'll sell your own soul out instead of real fighting hate, and just with this blanket fucking racism, that all white guys are evil fucks. When it's like, the only the only color that matters is green. And what does that yeah, represent? That's just funny. No. Shape-shifting lizard people. Well, that okay? is true. But the that's also how people. you overcome the moon. Yeah. Everybody right? knows that. So my point is this. So you're saying that this is all being done on purpose to get energy going that the moon feeds off of. It very, it very well could be. Ultimately, the human being, our ability to visually see things, that what is there. It's my favorite thing to talk about. In the visual spectrum, in the known visual spectrum, from a human level, if you were to stretch it off on a movie reel, would run from San Diego, California to Seattle. And the human beings can see three single frames in the middle of the Bay Area, and that's it. Oh, and for those man. of us to look around and go, yeah, we got all the answers, we don't. And we don't, and really what it comes down to, and the reason I love the moon is because the moon is the foundation of language. The language is how we impart information from person to person. We keep it from people. And that's how we keep the control structure. These idiots on the internet are going, now everything is white supremacy. Well, if everything's white supremacy, then guess what? The language that created your ability to call everything white supremacy has white supremacy in it. You can't undo it using it the very thing that you're talking about. My favorite, now what? My favorite part of, uh, of uh, 
anti-fascism is that only American history matters. Right. And yeah. that the, the crimes of rich white men, and like, dude, obviously the Klan involved very poor people. And like, that, without a doubt. And are there poor white people who are racist? Without a doubt. But most of your damage is done by very rich, I mean, not just like, like rich people, wealthy, insanely wealthy people manipulating poor people. But my favorite part is, is how that's the only history that matters. Like the history of fucking Africa does not matter. The history of Latin America does not matter. Right. The history of Russia. Go. There are places in this world where you cannot go. It is lawlessness. There are places in Alaska you cannot go. You can't go to the Northern Villages if you're a white guy. They'll kill you. Yeah. They'll yeah. tell you that. They're like, oh, yeah, just don't go. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. So let's get into it. Uh, 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 Ryan is going to uh, give us some facts, and we'll just, get, we'll just get right into this. Yeah, so today's topic is the moon anomalies. There's many different layers of this, and we were talking about probably the furthest out, but let's get a foundation of, <clears throat> of like scientific fact and science and data that come from guys with initials in front of their names, like doctor. Like, yes. L, like L. Ron? Yeah. <laughs> We're in L.A. Watch out, right? So after hundreds of years of detailed observation and study, our closest companion in the vast universe, Earth's moon, remains an enigma. Six moon landings and hundreds of experiments have resulted in just more questions asked, and here are a few. In 1962, NASA scientist Dr. Gordon McDonald stated, if the astronomical data is reduced, it would require that the interior of the moon is more likely a hollow than homogeneous sphere. Yeah, meaning it, uh, uh, it just didn't come off, or, or what they, with the smack or whatever they. Yeah, call like it. yeah. it's more likely to be a full sphere than a, a hollow sphere. So that's yeah. a that's a NASA scientist talking about the moon being hollow. That's yeah. not three guys in a dungeon chatting off. That's some real shit. The next one that caught my attention was MIT's Dr. Sean Solomon wrote, The lunar orbiter experiments vastly improved our knowledge of the moon's gravitational field, indicating the frightening possibility that the moon might be hollow. It's unbelievable. What the fuck? Now, here's a very interesting one. It's like a basketball. <clears throat> uh, Nobel chemist Dr. Harold Ure suggested the moon's reduced density is because of large areas inside the moon is simply a cavity. Say that again? He's saying the moon's reduced density is because of large areas inside the moon is simply a cavity. How, how would they tell it has reduced density of places? Through what, like some thermo? They just basically use math. They use a... They, <laughs> they, 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 it's, it's science, you know? So interesting. Don't you love that you could just be thwarted by going, ah, they used math, and you're like, yeah, they probably did. <laughs> Right? Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> and then the final one, Dr. D.L. Anderson, professor of geophysics and the director of seismological laboratories at the California Institute of Technology, is quoted as saying, the moon is made inside out and that the inner and outer compositions should be the other way around. Which means like all the shit going down is on the inside and the outside is kind of what should be on the inside. It's, uh, it's, it's in reference to the unusual metals. They're... Heavier elements are on the surface than ah, below. In yeah, Earth. like Death Star shit. Yeah, so what's weird is uh, normal planetary composition results in heavier elements in the core and lighter materials on the surface, not really? with the moon. That's so fucking interesting. And for all we know, it's just a f green screen floating up there that when they need to cover stuff up, they're just shooting a picture of it on top of it. <sighs> it's the tr like the Truman Show? <sighs> yeah, why not? It's as believable as anything else. 
One day we're going to look up at it. There's going to be a giant crack in it. It's going to be somebody's fault, and that's going to be the rest of your life. So <laughs> just like before it showed up here, there was a world where they didn't even have it. There was ancient ancient philosophers and people. The Africans talk about how they, but they they existed before before the moon came across, and they had their own, you know, mythology that came with it. And they were they were they were under the very belief that all truth was spoken. And as soon as you wrote it down, you had brought colonialism in there, and the truth was stopped at that point that you wrote it down. Yeah, uh, Greek authors Aristotle, holy shit, um, and the Roman authors Apollius Rhodius, they talk about a group of people called the Prolesians. I'm going to mispronounce it, but um, don't worry, you're on the Sam Tripoli podcast. You're you allowed. They claim that um, so these people were about twelve thousand years ago. It was like prehistory. Uh, Aristotle and them, roughly eight hundred A.D. They through oral tradition, which isn't uh, blowjobs and glory holes like <laughs> Sam thought it was when we were driving out here. That's a great tradition. <laughs> Uh, they talk about a time before the moon. So these ancient people remember there being a time when the moon was. What do you in the think sky. came first, glory holes or the moon? Mm. I mean, everyone was just going to the bathroom outside. I don't think that. <laughs> Maybe they invented. Uh, these globalists in- brought the moon in here, and that's how we got the gays. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> Maybe they invented indoor bathrooms just so they could blow each other. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, do you have watch. a math equation to get him off this? <laughs> Everyone can watch me blow this guy. I need some walls and a hole. Thoughts. Go on, dude. So go on, go on, go Is on. this why I find you hanging out at, by uh, in Griffith Park all the time? All the time. You're always just tapping oh, man. Shoes. When they shut down donut time, they shut down my childhood. Go on. So what claim, uh, claim <laughs> that sustained these is uh, symbols that are on a wall in uh, the courtyard of Kalalasalabla. It was a city near Tehuanaca in Mexico. Uh, actually, Bolivia. But, eh, it's all the same. Yeah. But, um, which Latin record, America, homeboy. The, the moon came into our orbit in the Earth between 11,000 and 13,000 years ago. I mean, when you, re- when you etch shit into stone back in the day, it wasn't just because you were bored. You weren't yeah. just drawing like a dick on the wall. Yeah, the right. You, you didn't like, doodle back in yeah. the day when you were doing hieroglyphics. You're right. like, oh, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. You're like, dude, you had to really work, think this thing out before you spent all that time. That's a great point. And you I, don't just doodle. It's I, not Etch-A-Sketch, homeboy. And was, and was the flood not brought in by the arrival of said moon, the 40 days and the 40 nights of this uh, civilization ending flood interesting that knock came in and that same time 12,000 years ago this thing shows up all of a sudden we have tides all mm. of a sudden now we have changing weather all of a sudden this this lush this lush world that the whoever lived here in was surrounded by this veil of vapor and now the moon comes in we have tides we have different weather and all of this stuff I dude you're blowing my mind right now all I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is now you know Go eat a salad. No. <laughs> Dude, imagine being back there, if this is true, Yeah, when the moon shows up and you're like, you, you ever see a plane fly you near the airport? You're like, whoa, it's too way too close. You see the moon? You're like, what the fuck is that? It's dude, it's huge. Yeah. And it's there. Now it hasn't gone away. And then nobody would know. And then somebody would come up with the best story and confirmation bias even back then. We'd go, yeah, it's probably it. Yeah, and that's it. And they're up there looking down at us because they just showed up after a long journey, and they're setting up whatever they're doing. Because that's kind of what early spirituality and like religion is. Very like much science. So. It's they're trying to explain stuff that's beyond their ability 
to explain. Metaphorically speaking, could you say the moon is almost the story of Christ? Something that you can't explain just showing up and changing the world. Hmm. And now what? We have stories in the well, life Well, there's, if you around. watch uh, Zygot, there's, like, the moon is all about Christ. And it's all, of, you know, it's like everything that, you know, the uh, uh, crucif- crucifixion is, like, at the highest level of the moon, and or is that the sun? It's a star of some sort. I yeah, some star. I mean, Did like, you see the eclipse? I went to Nebraska because I'm a maniac, like, in the in the totality of it. You went to where? To Nebraska. Mar- you went to Marilla. Nebraska just for the the, the eclipse? Yeah. Because okay. I wanted to be in the path of totality. I wanted yes. to know what it was like. And we found this little lakeside, this tiny town. There was like eight people and five cops. That was weird to stand there watching. And right before it went to totality, I looked down at the ground. I took my glasses off. I looked down at the ground. And these shadow lines, right before it goes, these shadow lines are now spaced out about this far. And they're on the ground and they're moving. Almost like you'd watch a picture on an old style television where the picture would come in like this when it was lines before the picture would come in. That's what the light looked like as it was you going. You gotta in. be kidding yeah, me. Dude, it, and that's how, if I don't know if you're, if you're really a simulation theory guy, and I am, and I've made peace with it, and it's fine. And that, it, that is that, as far as, you know, other than the connection we have to life itself, is, is all that I needed to experience in that thing and looked up, and I was like, this is amazing. So you're saying at that point you saw like kind of a film skip or a film um you know what the way you say that like the way when they when we were kids in school and they would run the the projector yeah that, and you'd that, see the little side yes, things the side things and the lines in between the pictures and it was very much like that wow dude I dig it and I know you consider yourself, uh, Sam said before, he's the Carl Sagan of dick jokes. I am. I had to throw in a Carl Sagan quote for you. Please do it. Got? All right. So in Carl Sagan's publication, Intelligent Life in the Universe, the famous astronomer stated, a natural satellite cannot be a hollow object. All right. Uh, that's his That's, his that's way. him saying it without saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's crazy, dude. That guy had to bite his tongue when, the, when those astronauts came back and lied to everybody. Oh, that you know they did. They're like, listen, dude, we can do this. Why were they all bummed out? Why are they all bummed out at that first press conference? They're all sitting there like everybody's grandma died. And why is that the only press conference they've done? Right. And Neil Armstrong's like, I got my check. I'm never coming back. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have And then John Glenn is just smacking people up every chance he gets. Think about Doug Flutie won't go away because of one fucking pass. Right. Every two seconds, we got to see Doug Flutie in another fucking Hertz Rent-A-Car commercial because he threw the ball and somebody fucking caught it in 84. And now these guys land a moon. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Because we don't know. We know why they had to they, look. Obviously, they had to sell the story because of whatever this red quote menace is happening. Just like the red menace is happening now. Is everybody else scared? Is everybody scared? Are you not scared? I'm not. Communism, scared. Nazism. It's a Furby. It's a pet rock. It's a fad. All of this shit is just to freak you out because we are water based creatures and anxiety runs our commerce. And the more freaked out people are, the more they spend. And the harder they work. And no, the worse things I, get, the hard, the people get cancer faster. And the elderly who are going to vote against whatever you want to go are going to die off quicker because you're making life crazy. So <laughs> let's co-opt both sides of the narrative and let's, let's run wild. They've completely done that, dude. And it's all, it's all a whack. It's all a whack. They've completely done that. You know what's weird is that the elderly, at a certain time, they take your license away because you're a danger to other people. And they are, but keep going. Yeah. 
Don't you think that at a certain point you shouldn't be able to show up to the the voting booth? You're like, here's my opinion on that. I I'm with you. Keep. Going. I don't think I mean, you should be able should to have a, a blog before the age of 25. <laughs> I don't want you telling me how life works, and especially if you're a hot blonde chick. Do not go around telling everybody how you should treat people. When everybody, since a moment, you fucking sprouted hair on your snatch, everyone's been trying to make you feel comfortable in life, okay? That's not real life. So I want to hear about it till after 25. And then after 65, you don't need to be voting. We don't need you running. We don't need you running. You don't need to run for everything, and you can't vote after 75. You just can't vote after 75. If you can't hear, you can't vote. That's my opinion. We need the wisdom of the elderly. I put this on my Facebook. Uh, If you want to go look at it, I troll people all day and make people mad. African proverb, an old man sees more sitting down than a young man sees standing up. That's true. And there is something to that, though. Yeah. Life. But the same thing is that you have to realize that it's it's that slow progress that the elderly are going to vote in, and that's why we got to make them sick faster and get them out of here. Yeah. And don't think that's not at work. Hey, dude. You're working on one end with the elderly going dying, and you're working on the other end where nobody's getting married and having kids. Well, I'm a little different than you. I'm not necessarily worried about the old people. I'm worried about all the new people coming in and this fucking rush we have to make more of us. when we re- when we Dude, if you sit... In traffic, bitching about traffic, and you have more than two kids, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. Right? If you're not doing anal after two kids, we don't need to hear you. you we don't need to hear you bitching. No. Okay? If, dude, let me and tell you're right, you. You're right. Uh, you're right. Anal at 18. They have seven years of that. Then they can block. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. You get on the 405, you become pro-choice and pro-gay very quickly. You're like, we need more dudes fucking each other and more chicks taking plan B. That's what I'm running on. Yeah, there should be, instead of a carpool lane, it should be like the singles only, the the non-breeder lane. Yeah, I didn't have kids. You should be able to get to where you want to go quicker. (laughs) Now you're on to something, and I'm going to steal that and put it in a joke. (laughs) You should be able to use a carpool lane if you don't have children. That's that's a great point. It's a non-breeder lane. It's good to have Ryan back and uh, fucking evil Aaron gone. It's good to have... (laughs) You know, I'm totally with you, dude. I'm totally fucking with you. So let's get into uh, a little more stuff on All this. All right. So you're in the beginning, you are talking about the ringing of the bell, and that's one of the ones that is super interesting. I mean, so on November 20th, 1969, uh, the Apollo 12 crew jettisoned the lunar module purposely. They, they just shot that shit out at the moon, and it caused it to crash into the moon. And the lunar module's impact about 40 miles from the Apollo 12 site created an artificial moonquake with startling characteristics, and the moon reverberated like a bell for over an hour. Now, what's weird about this is because it's a very interesting statement, but then you have to accept that we went to the moon <laughs> to accept that this thing I'm happened. not saying we haven't gone. I'm saying that the reason that they told us they were going and the pictures and the video went to it and everything subsequently from that has some other ulterior motive. Okay. Because whoever is interesting whoever is control up there has imparted the knowledge of what this reality really is, and the people who have that knowledge are then able to use it to stay in their position of power while everybody else sits in your beloved So interesting. Yes. It's control. So you're it's saying control. we've already been there, and we've talked about this on the show. How many times? That's a new saying. I, I got it. <laughs> That's got to be. We've talked about this on the show before, but that I believe either we've never gotten past the Van Allen Bell, or we're everywhere. And right. I believe we're everywhere. We're on all the different places and doing all the different shit. And uh, 
So you're saying that we got to the moon, just not in the style that we did. So we had to sell them on a production that would make them happy because we can't really show them what was really going on. Right. Because it, it would undermine every single thing that we know that keeps the economy going. If all, of a, if, all of, if all of a sudden they pulled, the, they pulled the curtain back and you're like, oh, this is all bullshit. Oh, dude. Why I'm... would you go work at a job you hated for $100,000 a year when you could just learn and live up and be, uh, be legally poor enough for the state to take care of you and not do anything all day? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. And then what? Well, then I... be, there'd be no more war. And then they'd kill us all for not fighting. Is, are aliens and Will they just completely throw out religion if aliens show up? Or does religion go out the door? Who knows? Because all, maybe the ultimate truths of religion and acceptance and the reality that things are just the way they are and that our opinions are just a rejection of what's happening. They're like, yeah, just let them continue to reject things. For all we know, we've already been blacklisted as a species. So we're not, they're not, they're like, yo, these dudes aren't getting off planet. Fuck them and the they're staying. That they claim. Or, or, or who knows who got to us and they're like, Yo, these dudes are sociopaths. We got to get them off this planet. They're yeah. going to help us on what we're doing. I could see that. We have it's it's look, both sides are equally valid. Who knows? I, who like we're, ultimately we're like planet Guantanamo Bay. Is that what basically we're just you're are we? Who knows? Like what you're this? saying, Earth is Guantanamo Bay. I'm I'm saying that we <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look look where we are. We're we're in a, we're in a shit part of the solar system, right? We're You're like saying this very is a outpost. bad neighborhood. This very well could be a bad Are you saying this and is it's getting south side worse. Chicago, 1950s? No, it's south probably south side Chicago what? now. South of the 10? Yeah. yeah. We're down on Hoover Street. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't go there if you come to L.A. A bunch of guys wearing orange is not... Are you saying we're the ghetto of the universe? You d- I have no idea. But what I'm saying is... Are you saying Earth Girls are easy and no. they give it up? Yeah, well, that's obvious, all right? Because look how we got here. Look how we've devolved as a humanity to get to the point where we are, where we're just this drone worker bee. Yeah. And, and, there, and then there are people who have the idea of what's really happening, and they're not. And why isn't everybody that? Because we're too busy arguing about all these little tiny that's things. That's all done on and purpose. And it too. is. It is all that. And there's people who are hijacking this... This whole conversation about equality and racism purely for business to yeah. to to curry favor from the elites. Pay me to say this. It's that thing I put on Instagram. Rich people pay rich people to convince middle income people that poor people are the problem. Right. And that's really what it is. And you look at all these MSNBC people with their checks by their names, telling everybody that poor white people are the danger of a fucking America and all this shit. And on the flip side of that, you have fucking Alex Jones running around talking about illegals and fucking, you know, uh, Islamic jihadists. Most of your, is, most of your fucking Middle Easterns are poor, man. And they don't even have any chance of, like, meeting somebody they love because all those rich fucks over there get all the pussy. They get all the chicks. Yeah. So there's no even win. There's no love even out there. So it's like all poor people fighting with other poor people why rich people just fucking own everything and run everything and live prosperly and make money off of everything. It's like what I talked about. You know, it's like, how many people watched the fucking music awards on MTV. Nobody. Nobody. Yet that production is still like it's 1985 <coughs> and fucking Madonna's fucking like a virgin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Because the people who own those networks don't give a shit about ratings. They simply use television to promote their message, which is fight with each other. Yeah. 
Because I'm making money in war, pharmaceuticals. You talk about this all the time. War, pharmaceuticals, and uh, what? what's the other one? Money, right? No, no, no. Banking, pharmaceuticals, and war. That's the big... The yeah, the only um, the only thing that's in the world is oil, or drugs, or gold. That's it. Yeah, and the-, the people who run all that shit do not want you paying attention to that. So now they fund anybody who fucking comes up and says bullshit that they like to promote. You get fast tracked. Of course, if because you have- you're willing to play the game. But that's every game that is. Right. Because if you're gonna be if you're gonna be fluid in it. And you're going to be proficient at what they want done. And, of course, you're going to be the guy to do it. Can yeah. We, let, let OJ carry the ball. He's going to make it happen. Like, I'm watching Tiffany Haddish start to explode. And, like, I love her to death. And she's a very good friend of mine. I'm super happy for Gorgeous. Her. Gorgeous. And, dude, there's nobody like her. And that group needs a messiah. Black women. No, Where's the strong black woman type that fucking, you know, that they all go out to see? There isn't one. And they need one right now. And she's that You're saying group. Maxine Waters is not the leader that everyone's looking for? <laughs> We're going to have one in four years. What do you mean? Oh, uh, Kamala Harris, President Kamala Harris. Is uh, that what you're saying? I was thinking President Oprah and Vice President uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If uh, you dude. guys have not seen the, the Kardashian pictures of as the first lady, then Kanye's coming in 2024. You have to know it. You have to know that we, as we devolve as a society. As I we don't de- know we, if I'm against that because I want. I need as long as get, everybody realizes the guy's done. Like, here's hey, this. We need I'm, to get so bad. He's the leader of the free world. He's not. Do you know the president's like 10,000th on the list of people that can make things happen on the planet? And everybody S's the D like this guy was really yeah. doing something. He's not. None you of know, them have ever done anything. You know it's what like, can make you, shit happen? Pindar. <laughs> The head of the reptilian family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I'll get to that in a second because I got the I got the reptilians figured out. All right. Okay, we'll thing. get into that, but we gotta stay on flat on uh, on our hollow earth, man. But finish your rant. All right, finish your rant because it sounded epic. But here's as far as everybody puts so much pressure on the president and that this person is doing whatever, and it doesn't matter who it is. All right, it doesn't matter. All right, okay. from from the history of all of them. All right, none of it matters. When you're headlining a club, for that hour you're on stage. You're the president. You're in charge of that room. Somebody else picked you and you're there. Are you really in charge? No, because it's not your building and you didn't put the lights on and you didn't hire anybody yeah. else. But for the, your time, your one hour, his four years, that's the job. And that's all it is. Yeah. And we have people looking and they're putting these, this person with this job on this pedestal like they're supposed to come here and save us or make Was things better. Was there ever a time that's they the could? Lie. No. There's never time. Never. Because George it's Washington so far down. No, because it's money. Because people are dying. They need to eat. They need to. They need to take care of their families and not freaking get killed by anybody out in the middle of the. How woods. about Putin? Can he do stuff? Who knows where that dude's at? He's he's nine hundred ninety nine on the list. Do you hear the right? story that he saw? The guys um, at the top, you'll never know who they are. I know who they are. They're the, they're they're the, the lizard fuck, guy you talked about. They're, they're fucking uh, <laughs> the uh, the fa- the family of thirteen. And the, the, the uh, committee of 300. This is the way Kanye will be president. If they make a voting app because millennials can't look up from their phone. And By the time the voting app comes in, the phone will be inside of your body. Oh, it will dude. be a neural lace chip and it will be over. Uh, did you see that? Uh, the they, com- they, can, they can already put a camera on you and tell you oh, what yeah, you're dude, thinking. Oh, yeah, dude. Watch me jerk off the weird shit. Well, what else is there? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the weirdest shit. Well, I mean, close the windows. Yeah, Jesus. I know. I mean, I like it. I like the, I like the world to hear those fucking girls crying. <laughs> so weird. When 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 Facebook puts out when when Facebook puts out a press release that says 
we're watching people type and we know that the human being, we can read their throat muscles and watch them work and we know based on what they're thinking because this moves involuntarily. We knew the 99 things you wanted to type that didn't and by the way, we have them. You sign that away in your user agreement. We're just letting you know that's happening. It's yeah. already happening. He's the gonna only thing, run too, right? Yeah, he totally could pull it off. He's such a fucking dude, and, and that guy, robot. Dude, too. he just learned about basketball. He just learned about truck stops, dude. He's figuring out America <laughs> one fucking thing at a time. And he's crunching the numbers. Yeah, he is the first of the money ball presidents who are just like crunching numbers. He's the Billy people. Bean of future world leaders. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm with you. All right, all right, all right. So all let's right, so get into this. We've more. talked about scientists giving examples for it being hollow. Um, The moon does not have a solid core. Let's just go with that. Like every other planetary object, researchers are nearly 100% sure about that. The moon, in fact, is hollow and has very low-intensity interior. Okay, what the fuck, right? (laughs) So the surface of the moon is older than what's below the surface of the moon. How, How do we know that? Well of lunar samples that they've brought back. So you're saying what's under it is older than what's on top of the, it. The, the actual first layer is older. Is below. is the moon kind of like Hollywood where they're knocking out all the history and putting up new German condos everywhere? <laughs> I think those are Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> those are germo-Chinese They're like, the House of Blues on the moon is gone. Right. They're putting on some fucking Euro-techno in the... It's like the fucking weird section. And uh, so some of the lunar rocks have been found to contain 10 times more titanium than the rocks here on Earth. Ten, really? 10 times more. That's fucking weird. Titanium is what... Made Wolverine. No, that's uh, ant- adamantium. adamantium. But hey, you're close. Okay. All he, right. He's the, he is the Armenian Wolverine over here, though. <laughs> he is Logan. <laughs> Indestructible. <laughs> uh, but uh, didn't they find the the uh, they found on the moon trace examples of the the um, what happens when you make plutonium? Yes, a lot of it is like a uranium uh, two thirty six. The stuff that Hillary sold to the Russians, and that's what's in those emails. <laughs> She's slanging moon rocks. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Would you hear the 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 lady whose husband worked at NASA, and she had a little bit of moon rock, and she was kind of. Under it, she needed money, so she was going to sell the moon rock. What pawn shop do you go to for that? <laughs> what L- lunar pawn shop? Like, she's going to put it on, like, eBay or some shit. All right. And SWAT came and took the fucking rock. There, there's been, yeah, I've heard of that. I've also heard we've given other, like, uh, nations, like, here, here's a, a rock from the moon from whatever, Apollo. And they're like, oh, thanks. And it's, like, somewhere in Europe. And they go and test it, and it's, like, petrified wood. They're like, what the f- you cheap motherfuckers? You motherfuckers! Moon rocks? You motherfuckers! Our moon rocks are made in China. They basically gave them a snow globe. Right. <laughs> That's such bullshit. It's as close as you're gonna get to the lie we made up. <laughs> yeah. So titanium is what supersonic jets are made of, like the SR, the Blackbird SR, whatever twenty two, whatever it is, and it's also what submarines and spacecrafts are made of. That's a little weird. That is a little weird. And huh. So the crazy thing, though. Oh, man, there's so much going on, so much information. So besides just the composition, the fact that it's hollow, the moon also has a weird orbit. I mean, it's known by scientists that the moon is the weirdest body in space. In our solar system, it's the weirdest satellite that's out there. You were telling me, and I, am I jumping this, no, about Pluto? Were you tell, yeah, what? it's bigger than Pluto, even though Pluto's Isn't not Isn't that crazy? Right. 
that Pluto is a planet. It, it wasn't. Then they, they okay, yeah. you're you're in, bud. And right. now it's not, or it is again. You know, let's not even get in the planet X. I don't even want to talk about September twenty third. They're dumping the economy, and Planet X shows up. Come, don't say that. What? Did I ruin next week's show? <laughs> Are you telling me September 20? I'll come on. For conspiracy theorists, we, like our football season are the five to seven dates a year that we get that we get to look forward to where nothing happens. <laughs> Whether it's Y2K or the 9-11 or just every Nine, memorial. Know, or but 9-11, something happened. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, uh, the something happened. Some, some inside operation this. came in and uh, did some wiring. So what do you say happened <laughs> September 2nd? Uh, more more than like, I mean, it, you you could you could very well have the, the, the debt ceiling come up to this point where the economy is going to officially falter. They yank the petrodollar out. They replace it with this new worldwide currency. Which that is, is the what, only thing. Bitcoin? That, nah, that, that might be. The, the Bitcoin is going to be what's going to keep. The only thing that's going to keep our freedom is block chain technology and digital currency while they want to have one single digital currency that is going to be inside of us. So whether or not you take the chip and the implant and you do the commerce inside of you, biometrics, I need you to look into this while you're buying it. We need to know you're here because we're going to get to the point where we can clone ourselves. A clone of you at 100% clone of you can go down the street and buy something. How is that going to work? I don't know. Exactly. And that's why they're going to need to have biometrics and they're going to need to have commerce is going to have to the point where it's going to be one central currency and everybody has to be on the same plan. And that's what they're rushing headlong to. They're going to break some eggs. What plan is that? Verizon Wireless or (laughs) T-Mobile? That's that's probably, yeah. Or T-L-E-T? If you're on that T-Mobile, you're not involved in it. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. If you're an Agenda 21 person, go read that. They'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. They're going to strip the idea of private property. They're going to have to make food for the for the planet. Everybody's going to live in a city center. And we're going to grow skyward, and everything's going to be owned by the state. The Jetsons, all of it. No, they're not like they're going to let us fly. You're going to be doing a customer service job for somebody's self-driving Uber from your own apartment, wearing a headset. I wonder how many episodes in the fucking the show will be by then. Oh, right? Could you imagine you call customer service and Tripoli answers the phone? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Sam. When I call him, I feel like I'm, I'm bothering him. What, Ryan? He's like, well, I'm sorry, what are you doing, Sam? Walking my dog. <laughs> but, so crazy. We're talking about the moon. Well, here's something that's weird. The moon's origin. They have all these ideas. Of Hold how on, real quick be. before you get into that, because I cut you off on the Pluto thing. Oh, so. The, 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 the orbit of the Earth is, so, is very unusual, because unlike everybody else, all the other, let's say, our planets around the sun, it's elliptical, right? I mean, yes. like, it's it, it, it's still elliptical, but it's, it's varies n- in, it in, varies. In, yeah. Well, what's weird is that the moon in its size that you're talking about, Pluto, the moon <sighs> is much too big in relation to the Earth. Most, like, most moons are much smaller than the planet. Which is a great point. Way like, bigger. it's too big. They've it's done, too big. They've done, like, uh, mathematical equations in theory for its size and for our size of Earth. It should be 30 miles in diameter. Right. And it's 2,116 like, miles. Think about this. A plane with two engines can beat our gravity. But this giant fucking thing is like, ah! It's like, a, it's like an elephant. You ever see when elephants have like a little, uh, they have like just a rope around their thing. You're like, you're a giant fucking elephant. Run. <laughs> well, it's because since when they're little kids, they, when they're little elephants, they always tie them up on the rope so they get in their mind they can't break away from that. So yeah. even when they're older, they don't run from it. But... The moon has no rope, and it was never a baby moon. We never had it fucked up with a baby moon's head until it couldn't run from us. Right. So why 
is it just right there. And it's not going, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya, right, and get out of there. It's it's very weird, man. It's too big to be what it's supposed to be. I mean, yeah, everything's perfect on Earth in a weird sense. The fact that life has come into its being, being just further enough from the sun, not close enough for life to exist. But the actual size of the moon, it's just perfect enough to block the sun to give us these lunar and sol- lunar, these solar eclipses. Unbelievable. No other planet has a moon that does that. It, 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 nothing is the perfect exact size of it. Un- so, I mean, it could be a, a case for life is just perfection. Like, or life is too fucking perfect. Are we, is this real life? Am I in a Sims? Like, yeah, your very idea that everything is perfect, and your very idea that it might not be, is the ultimate resistance that keeps you trapped inside of this matrix of lies that they built up using language. And that's it. And that's how you that's how you break out of it. Is you got to you have to adapt your inner reptilian, and you gotta you gotta undo millions and millions of years of fight and flight programming, and completely strip away every bit of emotion inside of your being, and just take things at face value. So should we be worried about saving mankind, or should we just worry about saving our own asses? We might only be. I I don't know who said it, but uh, look it up. The guy said human beings may just be the sex organ of the machine race. That is Marshall McLuhan. He was like a turn of the century. Uh, look at this on uh-huh. grid, motherfucker. Yeah, he said. Uh, he, uh, humans are the sex organs of machines. We're so, the fleshlights of uh, machines. Well, it, it's like we are the caterpillar, and technology is the butterfly. Oh my god! And and we're the only. Most caterpillars don't know they turn into a butterfly, and if they did, they would be like, "Well, I definitely want to be a butterfly. That seems way cooler." But we're like, "Nah, I like being a caterpillar. I want to eat leaves." It's like, dude, wow. I'll cyborg this shit. I'll fucking cyborg this, dog. What? Really? I'll go Android. Really? I want, dude. Look at me. I'm sweating talking. <laughs> this shit is breaking down. <laughs> if th- I do a joke about if this is fucking an a- if this is a simulation. I got fucked on my avatar. Okay, I'm a 40 year old with fucking gorilla tits, a sex addiction, drug problems. This is the worst video game ever. Right. But why is this always the character you pick when you decide to come down and play the game again? I you want- always pick this character. You don't <laughs> want you, to. You, you pick, oh, yeah, all right, I'm going to come down. It's going to be the end of the world, and I'm going to be a comedian in L.A. That's it. And you, and you come down, you're like, ah, oh, what about my body? I want to be LeBron blew- James with a big black dick and wreck shop. <laughs> I want to be a brick shithouse that runs like a gazelle, zero body fat. <laughs> That's what I want. This is uh, bullshit. Shit. None of this is real, though. This is really just a hologram. Like, we're living in a hologram. I'm not against that. Just embrace it. So if we go and we rape Brenton, are we really raping him, or is that just a a thing on a video? No, but you, I mean, what you're, you're, the activity that you're having, you're, the activity that you're having is now your new reality, and everything that comes from it is now connected to your new reality because you decided to have that experience. Do you believe in the Tibetan Book of the Dead at all? I absolutely believe that the, the, the Tibetan Book of the Living and the Dying is probably one of the biggest books that I've read that taught me, uh, probably gave me a better foothold and a, and a handle of what reality is. And those dudes, they studied the dying. They said the dying just want to be listened to. They just want to know that you took the time to sit there and listen, not that you had the answer. Just that you were fully present in this moment when they were transferring over, and that's all they wanted. And you're like, well, if we're trying to figure out how to live, 
And what's who's to judge what's the difference between living and dying is why aren't we just living like this? Why aren't we just living in this time to just serve each other? The only thing that's going to save humanity is if we all just shut the computer down or they pull the plug on the whole deal. How did I just save humanity? Think about that. Close your fucking computer. Everybody now. does it. <laughs> Everybody does it. What if everybody if everybody just turned their back on the idea that they were all going to have beef and have wars or whatever? What are they going to do? Nothing. It's over. Nobody's buying the product. Yeah. And nobody's buying the product now. And that's why everything is getting so chaotic and so desperate in the way they're trying to sell it. Because people are just like, no, no they, they, it's, it's, they're it's, it's definitely not ringing. dumbing down. Dumbing down. Dude, uh, I think there's so much tragedy going on, you know, but it is my honest opinion that how we allow our government to treat other people in this world is going to bring on a fucking reckoning. And we're going to run around wondering why this is happening to us because we just sat here and we were fucking cool with them bombing the fuck out. Look at Germany right now. Look at how the beating Germany did. Germany can't move without everyone going, what are you doing? Right. And that's how it's going to get with us. Dude, we're hitting Hitler numbers in terms of countries where we may be the bad guy. We may be the next world. We may. You think we may. We but we also may have the technology to pull it out. This just could this could just be a quick deke. Like we think in the term of having a 55, 70 year old life in the middle of somebody else's 1200 year old plan. So then how are, how are you – and every, every, everything is so incremental. Everyone's like, no, nah, oh, the, the next date, the next big thing is going to happen on this date. And everyone sits back and goes, ah, it didn't happen. Ah, but the next date's coming. All right, I'm going to sit back and wait for that. And that's what they want. And then you're going to die. Who cares? The plan's going. Yeah. And that's what's that's Are you what's afraid happened. of death? No. Me neither. Because I don't even – because it's all the same. Yeah, I'm totally – I have the same – The exact. Africans believe not in beings. They look at people as a force. That's the way to think about it. It's life force. It's a life force. It's forces interacting with other forces instead of people thinking I'm a being and I have a life and my life has truth and here I am to defend it, put you on an island by yourself instead of being part of the collective. Totally. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I completely agree with that. That's why I, I, you know, I'm done fighting on Facebook. I'm, today was the last day. I'm being dead serious. How many times have you said that? No, it is, man, because today I just realized that there are people that don't see the big picture because they only want what fits their narrative to help them achieve their goals in life. Yeah. So as you keep shitting on everybody around you to make yourself feel better about you and explain why you aren't where you are in life, because God forbid you might not be good enough, and that's okay. It's okay. There's a million ways to get to the top. If you just want the one way, every 99% of the people would fail. That's why there's eight different beaten paths to the fucking top. Yeah. And you know, and the fact that people and the problem the, the problem with uh, with reality right now is hypocrisy isn't dealt with harsh enough. No. We don't deal with hypocrisy enough to go, "Hey dude, you talk some shit, you fuck some shit up, okay? You got you got to pay for it." Joel Olstein right now in fucking Houston talking about love and all this shit. Not letting anybody into his mega churches. Right. You know? The, like, mega, the mega church you can't get to. Yeah. Because it's flooded around it. Is, <laughs> it. is it flooded? It's it's supposedly hard to get to and they've they've called he themselves no. they've called themselves a quote unquote distribution center. And what are they gonna open their door up? Everyone's gonna gonna fake a, a broken ankle and then that guy's gonna go out of business. 
Yeah, but dude, if you if you're selling a, a, a love and hope, that guy sells books. Well, that's my whole thing. Right. That's the hypocrisy of what's being done, right? When you have these people who are are who want credit for oppression they're not going through, and if you actually took a look at their lives, they come from very privileged, but they've hijacked their message to help their careers grow. That's hypocrisy to me. I mean, if you're a Republican or you're a conservative who hates gay people and you're sucking off truckers at truck stops, right. that's hypocrisy. And that needs to be dealt with very severely because you are allowing a narrative to be pushed simply for your own gain. And that's what drives me fucking crazy. But we're in a post-truth America where the, all that's left is the narrative that you control. And truth is, truth is now secondary to the amount of data that we can put out there. When the, the, when the quantum information comes on and the machine learning comes on, they're only going to look at the weight of the words that are being used and the amount of the times that they're being used, and they're going to add it, and it's going to become a weight. And it's no longer about things being true. It's just about times that the words are showing up in the lexicon over and over and over and over and over that gives people the mass hysteria that this is a real thing that's happening. So you're that's saying why it's we're all saying, about the tweets and the retweets. It's all tweet tweets. It, it's all Russia. It's, it's Russia, Nazi, Antifa. It's it's Antifa's uh, running around and beating people. Oh, by the way, here's this pile of ants in the middle of the thing floating around, and they're all just trying to not drown. But by the way, if they touch you, they'll kill you. All of a sudden, that's a story right off the other thing. Come on. What are they all doing? It's all selling this just another scary narrative of something yep, that yep, could happen yep. to you. You heard that where they're trying but to steal boats now? Like, get the fuck out of here. But dude. ultimately, should we be taking care of each other and helping out as much as we can? Of Horse, but that's not the business at hand. The business at hand is to overload the narrative with so much information while on the backside they take any 100%. alternative fact and they scrape it from the they yep. scrape it from reality. Yep. And the only thing that's left is this mass hysteria yep. belief yep. that all of a sudden yep. Yep. this problem has shown up in society that is just a fad like the hula hoop, and now here we are. And it's all the fucking moon's fault. Let's go on. It is. All right, so the age of the moon is also very anomalous. The moon is far older than we previously expected. The oldest age for the Earth is estimated about 4.6 billion years old. The moon rocks that are taken back have been dated to 5.3 billion years. Okay, That's so an 800,000-year difference, that the moon is 800,000 years older than Earth. But So what does that mean? But we just talked about how there was a time where we're, there was no moon. There's that. Well, we don't know that they maybe what is this? The fifth time we've been humans at the level that we're humans right now. Isn't that what they believe overall that we've had a lot of civilizations before this that that have had this? Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just in some grand experiment like, hey, they blew up the earth again. All right. Drag in another one. Keep the moon from the last one. We're not spending that money again. (laughs) Keep the moon from the last one. We can't afford the same size earth we had before. Stop Stop ruining your cars. It's like a rich kid with a fucking car that never puts oil in it. They're right. like, no, you're going to keep this car. You're going you're gonna to keep this moon. You ruined the last bunch of sea monkeys you own. Yes. They're all fucking dead. Guess what? You're going to keep your moon and get some new sea monkeys. Okay? Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, so the idea is they have a bunch of different theories how the moon came to be. One okay. of them is that it was the leftover of the earth when the earth like formed there was still stuff floating out there and then this formed well this obviously can't be true if the moon is older so it's just one of those things where you're like what's this before we started looking into this i never thought the moon was that crazy i always heard in conspiracies i mean you turn into a werewolf if you howl at it i mean it's got to be weird right well i mean as much as they have the they have no evidence that says that the moon 
even though we're water-based creatures, that the moon does affect us in a negative way. If you look at anecdotal evidence and you've talked to EMTs or you talk to people who've worked in emergency rooms, they will tell you stories of, full beca- moons. of, of hey, the craziest nights we have are when, is when they're full moons. In this, but at the same way, pull it back. Pull it is back. the same reason as comics we go and the worst shows we had had a bachelorette party. But not every bad show we had had a bachelorette party. Right. Not every, not every bad show has a bachelorette. No, not every bachelorette show is a bad show. Right. But every bad show tends to have a bachelorette party. Exactly. It's like not every person who gets molested becomes a child molester, but most <laughs> child molesters become were molested. Okay. Nope. Am I wrong on that one? And to piggyback on the female side of things, uh, every woman I've been with, I referred to their period as a moon cycle. Okay. Oh. And that's because the actual gravitational pull of the moon affects not just the tides of Earth. It actually pulls on the inner lining of the uterus and allows women to bleed. See? So if I told you there's two species, two species on Earth, one man, one woman, or the same subspecies of each other, that one had a tentacle between his legs that when filled with blood, he no longer could use his brain, and the other <laughs> was affected by the moon and would bleed whenever, every once a month, he'd be like, those are some fucked up aliens you got there. Yeah. Call them humans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I talk about it, I, and when I'm on stage, I talk about this, that the world is dying. We're in a dying ecosystem in the same way that the world, that the ecosystem has died before, whether it was an ice age. The last time we had a crazy ice age was the Precambrian period, and the, the two, one of the species that survived was the cephalopod. We still have them here today. The cephalopod eyeball <clears throat> can be connected all the way to our current eyeball that we have now. We are some ancient ancestor of it. And in this time when everything was going to freeze... It's an ancient ancestor of ours. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the Nautilus went into the depths to survive and had to grow and have this shell. And if you look at the perfect, and even the Greeks and the Greek philosophers cut open the side of that Nautilus shell and they can look at the expansion of consciousness and the expansion of humanity and how each chamber is a completely reflection of the one before it, but just a slightly bit larger and closing it off in the way that the past was closed off. They would describe reality using the Nautilus and at the exact same time, the octopus ran to the land and started to chill out by that and we're communicating telepathically using their skin using only the truth and their ability to transfer information back and forth without using language and only using their ability to do that and as humans if we're going to evolve and survive that's what we have to do we have to be able to communicate truthfully outside of language and it's the only thing that's going to allow us to survive Love it. That is the evolution, dude, right? Telepathic, yeah. isn't it? In every sci fi, the higher level of human comes and doesn't talk, just, you know? God's first language is silence. Damn. Damn, dude. But that, you know, like you just blew my episode. fucking skull, bro. <laughs> just blew my fucking skull. Take all skull. the drugs you can do. That's saying. Well, we're going to do DMT very Have soon. Have you done it? No, we're going to pulling the, the pulling on the, the, the first time I did it, the pulling of my chest. This connect, like real. I mean, this connection to all of this is saying, oh, I to think of this space in front of me as different than me is just a, a non, it's nonsense. Because this literally is just one. What did you see? What, what was your experience? My my you? my first. I love talking about this. My first experience. My buddy Kyle. He's like he's like I'm gonna give you a gift. It's the greatest thing you're ever gonna do. I'm like yeah. What did you see? And he goes he goes he goes dude. He goes, he goes, he goes, I, he goes, I was in a stadium of golden Buddhas. And I was like, all right, keep going. And he goes, they were welcoming me back and I knew I had never left. 
And I was like, all right, give me that. <laughs> no, did, we're going to do it. I'm rip, sober. Big but... rip, second rip, the whole thing. Now, next thing you're in it, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm going, now I'm seeing these, you know, million mandalas going off from the, the distance. I feel this pulling, and all of a sudden, there's these 13 stone Indian foxes that are spinning in a circle. What? Yeah. And in my head, my judging, how come my life isn't as good as everybody else's brain? Where are my golden Buddhas? That's the first thing that I thought of in that reality. Instead of being excited for the revelation that I was getting, this constant pulling, this understanding that, oh, my God, this is a connection. My first thought was, how come his was better than mine? I want to have the stadium of golden Buddhas. I don't want these stone foxes showing me that time isn't real and all of this repeats. Now, that same pulling, I went into a church in Northern California where somebody that I'm very close to had a, like a religious experience. And, and I was like, all right, well, then take me where you were sitting. You had a vision. I want to know what this was like. And I went. Did I get the vision? No, it never works like that. But at the end, they were praying for a sick kid who was going to go and have surgery. And they were like, all right, everybody put their hands up. We're going to pray for this guy. And we're the Catholics. We're like, no, that's, that's, ev- that's Joel Osteen stuff. That's evangelical. Everyone's got their hands forward. We're like, we don't do this. Everyone's got their hands forward. The pulling on my hands from outside of my body, from this far away, that same pulling. That stuff that we're seeing, who knows what this is? But we have to start living like this is one Dude, thing I'm and take care of it like it is. He blew my mind the other night so much that I'm almost ready to quit doing the Hollywood thing. Like, I'm so ready not to do it. My love of the comedy store is literally the only thing that keeps me in this. I am so over all that shit. And what you're talking about, we have a guy coming in next week. He he knows where to get DMT. I'm going to fucking do it. You should. I'm going to. And I'm going to keep my sober date, too. Fuck you. Yeah. No, that's that's, that's not drugs. Let's get into this. Let's get into the weird anomaly. So we talked about everything... Let's actually talk about... I know the, you guys are going to be like, stay on topic. No, we're not. Everything is exactly what it was supposed to be. Thank you. So we're fine. Enjoy it. So there's something called the Ages of Flashes. And this uh, was basically Aristotle, Plato, Balea, Rabbi, the Levi, Posidius, all reported anomalous lights on the moon. This is back way back in the day. NASA, one year before the first lunar landing, reported 570 lights and flashes observed on the moon. This is 19, this, so these moon landings, this happened in 67 when they figured this shit out. So you're telling me you see lights on the moon, you're like, yeah, we got it. We got to go. Let's go check out yeah. what's going on over there. Yeah. So, so we went investigating. Could you imagine what life would be like if every other kid had a Snapchat phone up looking at the moon going, well, what's this? Why doesn't anybody have the answer for this? And maybe that's why they, they use it as a backdrop and a green screen to put that to put that what we're seeing as the moon on it <laughs> to cover the fact that that light is happening, that there is things that are working up there that we've already been working on getting off planet 40 years before anybody thought to even have the idea. Uh, dude, I'm not I'm starting to think that anything is possible. Yeah. And now Sit you know. there and go like this is n- there's no chance of this. Is re- there is, in my opinion, there is no rules. Anything is possible. The rules are here to serve us. And the rules, the only rule is don't hurt kids, don't be violent to people. Anything else is possible. Leave animals alone. Leave fucking animals. These motherfuckers in Houston leaving their dogs, I'd rather drown right. than leave my fucking dog. I would. I'd be like, dude, 
I'd throw my dog in the fucking boat before I'd fucking leave it. I mean, I, the only downside of bringing your dog in from the flood is CNN trying to interview it. <laughs> ah! Ah! That's so good. So what I mean, else is that? So these blinks, they, this, they actually had an operation called, NASA had one called Operation Moon Blink. When they observed twenty-eight lunar events, someone has someone has healthcare, yeah. and they came up with that. <laughs> so I mean, this isn't just like tinfoil hat wearing. People are like, the moon's blinking. It's yeah. NASA was like, we're going to call this thing Operation. Uh, uh, okay, let me ask you, Ryan. Are you in on NASA? Or are you not on NASA? I because it's very weird. Because at some point we can't. I, I, the interesting thing about tinfoil hat is that each episode, I think, has to stand on its own. And I'm starting to realize that with this because we're going to have so many, so many things going on. Like when we had uh, Marty Leeds on Mm -hmm. and the story of of Jesus, right? And uh, him going through the Bible and doing all the numerology, which was such an intro, one of our best episodes ever. Like to sit there, you have to go in that episode, in that moment, that is reality. Whereas the earlier one we did the Black Sun... Okay. And we talked about basically the smear campaign of the devil and and all and, and empathy. You know, in that reality, did Jesus exist or it was he just a symbol, a metaphor? You know, it's it's such an interesting thing. It is as we get deeper into this into this journey you and I are on, and you're always welcome to come on Thank too. You. you know, it's just like what is the reality? And I think we have to come to the truth that in this episode, this is what we're discussing. Yeah, I think universally speaking, the only thing that's constant is change. So the moment you have your ideology and you've figured it out, you've now poisoned yourself to anything, that, any other possibilities. So for me, I restart every day. Like whatever I thought yesterday, it doesn't mean that I think that today. I allow myself to allow both hemispheres of my brain, rational, creative, logical, and, and free thinking to just find a way to bridge those two. And I mean, that's how we do these. I love going into these episodes like, fuck, like when we were talking about MK Ultra, I was like, oh man. And then I learned so much about it. Right. Then same thing with the moon. Like I'm like, right. shit, we either went to the moon or we didn't go to the moon, but either way, I'm willing to look into this. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to accept it. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, maybe like six episodes earlier, we just said we probably didn't go to the moon. Right. But then within this episode and this discussion, we kind of have to be open to the mind that within the the realm of this reality that we're talking about, we might have gone to the moon or maybe went before. And what we were talking about earlier, it, uh, it was all theatrics, IMAX, all that bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's just a very interesting thing that I've noticed. Like sometimes we'll have episodes that butt heads with each other. That's the way it should be. I mean, th- that's America. That's that's the the universe. There's light and dark. There's opposing forces. There's that's what Rush said. Changes are permanent, but changes. Yes. Yeah. The only constant in the universe is change. That's the only. Okay, so we right. got about five minutes left. Let's wow. do it. So here's a couple things. So there's on on the moon. There's something called a lunar bridge. It's uh, John J. O'Neill observed a 12 mile long bridge straddling the crater of the Mariel Crucium in August. A British astronomer, Dr. H. P. Wilkins, verified its presence. So there's like like a an unnatural bridge connecting from one top of the crater to the other. It looks artificial. It's almost incredible that such a thing could have been formed in the first instance. If it was formed, it could have lasted during the ages which the moon 
has been in existence. I mean, this is crazy. There's also thing, something called the shard. The shard is an obelisk-shaped object that towers one and a half miles from the area of the moon's surface and was discovered by Orbiter 3 in 1968. We're talking about a one and a half mile tall. At, we, the biggest building in Dubai is what? Just over a mile tall? So, right. and And that shit can be seen. So they saw this with the orbiter. I mean, that is fucking weird. Unbelievable. It's a mile and a half tall? Yeah. Jeez. And Russell not, Peters sold that out in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's not even the biggest one. One of the, There's something called the tower, and one of the most curious features ever photographed on the lunar surface. It was photographed by the lunar orbiter uh, at 11-84M is the actual photograph. And you look into NASA's like uh, archives. It's an amazing spire that rises more than five miles. From what this, the fuck? From this region of the, the moon surface called Sinus Media. Oh, my God. And we never, we, we never hear about that. Well, all we hear about is that there's, there's a face on the moon. or like Basically, it's these weird shits. And then also Lunar Orbiter 2 took several photographs in November of 1966 that showed several obelisks. One shape with was more than 150 feet tall, and they were arranged precisely as the same as the Great Pyramids in Giza. Dude, it's a battery, I, dude. I'm telling, it could be that, dude. It's I, as real as anything. Like when you talk about Mars has radioactive soil and atmosphere of weapons grade, like something was going on way before us, man. Yeah. And I am totally open-minded to that. That blew my mind. Now, too bad we don't have any images for you guys on YouTube, but if you're listening to this... We'll post these on our Instagram. Uh I want you guys to check it out. The last photo, and it's the official index of Apollo 17. uh, What do you see right there? It's labeled uh, blank or exposed or sunstruck. And so it just looks white. There's a little bit of a shadow. But, however, looking at the photo... Once they've added a filter to it, you can clearly see what appears to be a pyramid-shaped object or structure. There's one right here, and then there looks like one right over here, and mm-hmm. possibly one right even there. Yeah. So, but there's so much mathematics inside of the pyramid itself that if you were going to be a species that was going to face extinction, you would take your most advanced ideas and you would try to put it into something that is going to last past the cataclysm. And that's why the mathematics that we have might be from Generation Human 2. And we just accept that it was from the Egyptians when it wasn't. No. that's the, Dude, the uh, pyramids uh, pre, pre-exist before the Egyptians. Right. They're older than the Egyptians. It's unbelievable. It's such an amazing world, right? It's great. There's so much information. Why hate when you can just go learn? What? Dude, that's this whole podcast. This is what we do. Right. It's like we just explore. I'm just a fu- dude who flunked first grade trying to figure <laughs> out. they hold you back? What? Yeah, because they felt I was immature <laughs> enough for the next level. I know I talk about it all the time, but when I hear these stories, it's like that kid would never have ever known any of this unless she actually went and did it and went and looked at it. And this information's there. What, it's like, like the information in the world. That is worth anything. You have to go and find. It's like whatever job means the is whatever job is worth it is you have to fight for. Yeah. The easy jobs. What we talk about on this podcast about the first people taking the first exit off the highway and taking that job. 
No, nah, man, the, the 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 real good shit is you got to keep driving. Yeah, you got to trailblaze. And, and you have no clue where you're going to get to, but when you get there, you know you got there. Yep. And that's the whole thing, man. This has been an extraordinary episode. Yeah, it was a great conversation. One of the best conversations we had. I, this is right up there, in my opinion, with Greg Carlswood, uh, Book of the Dead. The only thing that's missing is Aaron being here where we could turn it over to him and then he would just take big steaming hot shit. On no, no, he's been <laughs> open to it. You know, there is a lot of this with Aaron and I, you know, you guys got to understand some Aaron has a very important role on the show and he's not a, a, he's not a grumpy old guy. He's he's a skeptic of the skeptics. And that's important. I would I would rather have that way. I agree. If we went to Aaron every time and we're like, "What do you think?" "Oh, it's great. Makes sense." That'd be boring as fuck. I love that we do all this research and he just goes, nah. I, like, I love that. It's a balance. Because you have for somebody to be all in, somebody has to be all out. The fuck or you, the whole thing, is, or the whole it should thing be done with love. Yeah, we've definitely been changing him bit by bit because when we first started, I mean, there's no reason for him to turn his chair into the corner of, <laughs> of his. Like, but he'd literally just put his head against the wall and then like, <laughs> and then slowly but slowly he's been like turning his head and everything now and then. So, all right. Hope you're having fun on your John. Your you were great. Thank you for Thank coming you. on. Uh, one more time, where they can find you. JohnToll.com. J O H N T O L E. My new album, Pre Existing Condition, which I have. Thank you for not giving me health care. Uh, so, the, yeah, buy the uh, album. So, when I finally get cancer at the age of 57 and die, I won't do it penniless. All right. So, um, this is, a f- let's get into this. Why don't you read this read off? Uh, we'll start here, and then we'll read our first negative review, which oh, I'm yeah. open with too. Oh yeah, dude, True. we don't care if you're negative. Just give us five stars. Oh yeah, we, we just need five <laughs> star <laughs> reviews. We need right? one thousand five star reviews. <laughs> if we get one thousand, uh, we just give us five stars. Yeah, exactly. Where are we at? Full disclosure. Uh, start right here. The show is awesome. By who? Then you read it by who? What you moved on me there? Okay, uh, there we go. I'll just make up one here. So right here, I love li- no. Yeah, that's it right there. No, no, no. Right here, the mad Majua. Yeah, Majua. Yeah, that's it. All right, the show is awesome. A wide variety of topics keeps it fresh. Not your run-of-the-mill conspiracy pod. Keep up the good work, guys. Perfect. Now our first negative review, which we're not very, which is hilarious. Right here. Yes, and it's by Speak Into the Microphone. Yeah, and the review is two stars, and it says Speak Into the Microphone, which is hilarious because that's I'm literally deep throating this fucking microphone. It's me. I'm a mumble mouth. No, you're not. And that will be the last time we read. If you don't give us five stars, we're not reading your review. Troll of the week. Troll (laughs) of the week. Here we go. Read the next one. All right, and this is by Legit Ballin. Bam. Five star review. Full disclosure, I disagree with Read 90. that. That's the most important thing, dude. <laughs> Sam trips for Prez. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. I, oh, <laughs> this I, is be- <laughs> the best review. And this is what I'm talking about. Read this. Full disclosure, I disagree with 90% of what the experts have to say. Magic, flat earth, get out of here. But Sam and Ryan's pure enthusiasm about these topics is infectious. The 10% that is plausible more than makes up with worth of the listen. Graham Elwood and the Woke Prince are always dynamite. Stay strong, Aaron. There you go. Hey. See, that's a little bit of, I, I don't agree with hardly anything they say, but I enjoy listening to it, and the part I like, I love, you like the guests. Stay strong, Aaron, okay? it's awesome. Yeah, we've been looking at the analytics so we can see where you guys are listening from. Man, you guys need to pump it up in the middle of America. This, like, you know, 
Yeah, we got to tell some people. Tell, tell some people. Tell we everyone you know. Three more reads. All right. Where are we at here? Right here. All right. Five-star review by MGL McGill23. The stars will align when Alex Jones does tinfoil hat podcast. I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan, but we'll see. <laughs> what did he do to you? Uh, he, didn't, he didn't touch me in my icky place for okay. sure, but I just his narrative is, is the same narrative as CNN. Islamic jihadists, ethnic people. He just flips it from the other side. And something happened to Alex Jones after he did the Joe Rogan podcast. And I don't care. He completely changed his narrative. And that's just, I'm going to stick with that. Do you that. think they brought him back in for I an think MK so, Ultra tune-up like they did happened, to Kanye dude. after the He meltdown? apologized for everything. He had to, though, because thing, things were getting out of control. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Something changed after that podcast with him. Like, Islam, if you're really in conspiracy theories, right, and you do your research, you do not believe Islamic jihadists are out trying to ruin the world. What you think is the U.S. government is paying a bunch of Islamic people to go fucking nuts on people. Is this, is this where we have to tell people that we're not suicidal and we don't yes, want to die? Yes, we do that every okay. episode. Okay. We do not want to kill ourselves. We love ourselves. We will never kill ourselves. I will never hang myself with two bullets in the back of the head. Never. Not uh, me. I'm going to drive directly into a tree at full speed <laughs> on Laurel Canyon I, I I know that if I don't die of cancer, I'm going to die in a plane crash yelling I was right. I know that's going <laughs> And why stone foxes? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, here's Thanks the last so. one. Uh, two more, two more. Come by on. the Toasty Posty Guy. This show is the bee's knees. Keep them coming. Long live the lizard people. Yeah. Yes, thank you. All right, and the final one, five-star review by Electric Shock 9, which sounds like a techno band. <laughs> All right, the show rocks. Keep searching for truth. They blind us with fear to distract us from the true potential of our spiritual being. Independent of our body is capable of amazing things. Thank you. Nice. And John, we got you. Join the journey down the rabbit hole. Five stars. It's a very long one, but uh, it said something about the ripple effect. We really appreciate you doing it with five stars. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, He found us through the ripple effect. And I had a great time on that podcast. John Toll, you killed it, ma'am. Thank you, brother. You are always welcome on our show. Uh, come on regularly. We're going to start doing it twice a week, so you can be a part of it anytime you want. Uh, Ryan, you crushed it. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, man. You guys keep sh- sending us the people you want. We're going to do the best to get us on. It's a little podcast that could. Our goal is to get to 100,000 listeners sooner than later, so without you guys got to let all your friends know. You guys who are growers who listen to us, tell your weed-buying friends, you know, uh, just spread the word, man. It's all love. We're open to everything. We are a conspiracy theory, but we're really skeptics. We are spiritual skeptics who question the official narrative. John, a great job again. Ryan, great job. And uh, thank you, Brenton, for coming in and doing this. And I uh, will see you guys uh, next week. created to
This is only the beginning. <gasps>